Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular's single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Here's the thing about Germany, why I made the curator's pick of the Hollywood French What's going on, people? November twenty sixth. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Killer. Native American Day to others. How y'all doing today? But anyway, welcome to episode number 67 of TFR, excuse me, hashtag observations TFR by Crazy D with my special guest host, my sister Tanya M. Congress. Let's bring her up here. Let's check out the sound. Make sure the sound is okay. How you doing this Thanksgiving, November 26, 2020? Good morning. Good morning. Uh, good afternoon for some of you. Um, it, I'm okay. You know, so it's, the, the sun is trying to peek out. So I want to say it's partly sunny. Because it's, it's trying to peak out today. I love it when the sun is out, whether it's fall or winter, spring or summer. The sun is always, it does something for me when the sun is out. Um, but yeah, this morning, it's a different kind of Thanksgiving morning for me because none of the norms that I had been used to in prior years are uh, present. You know, somewhere around 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. My father would have been putting the turkey on. It takes about five, I think it's like three to five hours, something like that, depending on what he would have the oven on. But what would have happened was he would have had all of the celery, green bell pepper, and onion sauteed for the dressing. He would have had the cornmeal, cornbread already made and crumbled up in this big giant silver bowl that we had with the sauteed vegetables on top and they would have just been sitting there already giving the hint of the dressing being made um, but not being made yet. The potato salad would already be made, the deviled eggs, all of that would have already been made and he'd be cutting up the cheese for the mac and cheese. He would make that the same day and the yams and stuff like that. He'd make that the same day. So, of course, we lost our dad in August and none of that um you know, the norms were were there. So for me, it's a different kind of Thanksgiving. Plus, you know, I'm thankful every day. You know, I live my life in thanks. So it's not a one-time, once-a-year event for me to be thankful and to sit and feast, you know. Um, and then the whole thing about the eating. When I named all those things I just named, those are all carbohydrates that convert to sugar, that stores fat. And usually I'm good for at least five pounds every holiday. 
um, because it's going to sit right there because, you know, you eat that stuff for the meal, then you eat it for leftovers for the next three days. And so that's what you have. But I think for Christmas, I am going to do a turkey and stuff because I miss like, you know, after the day you have turkey, everything for the next few days. So last time I was here during Thanksgiving, I made turkey stew. Instead of us doing the turkey hash and stuff like that, I made turkey stew with vegetables and potatoes and stuff. So I think I'm going to get a small turkey, like a 10 pound and do that for Christmas. Other than that, I'm doing okay this morning. Um, you know, settling into a different way of life or a transitioned way of life. But I have my ginger here soaking in water and I have me a cup of coffee. Fortunately, I did find some uh, instant coffee here because <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks is closed and I don't have my other K-Pods here, my K-Cups. So I had to do some instant, but I'm good this morning. How you doing this morning, D? You know, I'm doing as well as can be expected under the circumstances. You know, here, here we go. You know, we put my mother and father up, you know, my father yes. joined the military when he was 17 years old. His mother signed for him to join the Air Force. And he went in and he made a life for himself. And he gave to us the life that he did not have. And I'm sure many of you can relate when you look back on your parents and you say, parents of a certain generation, the civil rights generation, look to give you more than what they had. So sitting around and having a full dinner, a, a turkey, every type of side that you could think of, that's what my father and my mother afforded my sister and I, right? So, you know, on this Thanksgiving, the first one now without mom and dad, it's something to reminisce about the smells in the house, the ability yes. to get the, uh, what is it, the gizzard? You're able to get the yes. gizzard, right? Because he would use that, use the uh, boil off and some of the meat from the neck to season the dressing, right? But you would always get, you could get a piece of the neck because he wouldn't use all of it and you could, you always get the gizzard. Gizzard is full of cholesterol, but right there at that throat area, that that's some hearty meat right there yeah. on the gizzard, right? So yeah, I mean, you know, thinking about the time like that and the times that passed and the time that has passed, you know, we can see where my father wanted to be there and pass down things, you know. This is my father's mother, my father's father, my mother with my father and my sister and I, right? 
in these uh, collages that we put together for the homegoing program. So in the midst of all of that, to remember what it was like and to have only memories now of what it was like, uh, it was good memories, you know. And sometimes you may take those memories for granted, you know. Right. But we move forward, right? So we want to give honor to our parents on Thanksgiving and give Thanksgiving to them for what they afforded us as we move forward in this life, right? We want to shout out to everyone who is watching us right now on Vimeo on Periscope, on FB and the Film Review Life channel on YouTube. Make sure you smash the like button, the share button, like, 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 share. Make sure that you subscribe to the channel and copy the link and connect it to five of your friends. Go to their profile and say, watch this show. It's on right now. Share the link to five of your friends, right? We would gladly appreciate it. Now, what is the topic for the day? What is the topic? Thanksgiving morning, the shock, all oh, the numbers, observations, episode 67. In this battle with COVID-19, suppose... Is this battle with COVID-19 supposed to be like the first few years of America's involvement in World War II? Possibly there is disconnect and disagree disagreeableness because most of the Caucasians in America today are from immigrants who came in after that war. There may be a disconnect, disagreeableness, because most of the Caucasians in America today are from immigrants who came in after the war. Oh yes, the first big sacrifice Americans have had to undertake since World War II and many want to be counted in the number when the saints go marching in, but still others, not so much. The obedience some New York leaders seem to need from religious institutions just went up in a five to four decision from SCOTUS, siding with religious groups. Some authorities want the children to snitch and though Saving the first pilgrims, dolls in comparison to the next year with the massacre of the Indians by the pilgrims, Thanksgiving lives on. From violence, it was beget, and so should violence ensue. Let's discuss. The phone lines are open. 213 913-943-3358. 213-943-3358. So what do we mean by from violence it was beget and so violence should ensue? 
Have you noticed people since certain people lost the election that the media has made it their duty to make everything doom and gloom. Everything is doom and gloom. It's doomsday. There's no cheerleader out there giving you big ups. So the first thing that we need to look at, because we talked about all the numbers, Thanksgiving Day, all the numbers, Thanksgiving Day, the shock, all the numbers. How many people now have died from COVID-19 in the United States? Tanya, if you would look that up real quick. Let's look that up real quick. How many people have died from COVID-19? That's what we need to know. Let me know when you have it. How many have actually died from COVID-19 at this point? Um, let's see, I need to get a better reading here. This gave a state-by-state -state breakdown. Hold on. The National, something, CNN or MSNBC, you know, the ones that are building this doom and gloom. Doom and gloom at the hands of this party to scare you into certain movements. Okay, so what they are trying to say... Okay, say that again. What they're trying to say is that there were 13,176,613 coronavirus cases, 268,000 731 deaths and 7,812,740 recovered. Uh, adding in the recoveries now, huh? How many people recovered? 7,812,740. So 97% of the cases, what? Okay, so uh, out of the 13 million, then they have another figure here, 8,081,471, uh, which is cases which had an outcome. Like all cases have an outcome, either you live or you die. All cases have an outcome. What are they talking about? And so out of the outcome, those that are recovered or discharged were 97% at 7,812,740. Mm -hmm. Only 3% and 268,731 resulted in death. 3% resulted in death. Thanksgiving morning, the shock, all the numbers, 3%, 97% recovered. They're finally putting in the recovery number because something wasn't adding up because they would have millions caught it and then they would have that right but now that Trump is no longer president they have decided now to put in the recovery number uh oh 
I said Trump and they're trying to uh, clip us. All right. I just said the word Trump. Damn. That's messed up. So the shock well, Can we say Trump in a spades game? I don't know, can you? <laughs> so you have to look at this, right? You have to look at what we're looking at on Thanksgiving. The Supreme Court came back and told and smacked the head of the governor of New York, Cuomo, and said, why are we keeping everything else open except for the religious institutions? Smack on the back of your head. Why are you trying to be bigger than the religious institution. Listen, we talked about the Holy Bible yesterday being the biggest brand going, the largest brand going on the planet, dwarfs the largest companies on the internet that are worth billions of dollars, dwarfs them in sales, right? And you wanna know why they it dwarfs in sales? We have to start speaking reality and truth to what's really going on here, uh, well, globally, really, but let's just deal with what's happening in America. I've been noticing that they've been trying to usurp the power of the church. Now, that's neither here nor there with me, but they're trying to usurp the power of the church, the Catholic church, the Protestant church, the whatever church it is, they're trying to usurp the power of the church. Why? And why, like on the West Coast, you know, this ruling coming from the Supreme Court about New York automatically will affect what's happening out in California because the California kept the strip clubs open but wanted to shut down churches. Now, there's more close in nature. It's more like a harem inside of the strip club and, and but they wanted to shut them down, right? They wanted to shut down the churches, but they kept the strip clubs open. So the church in California is probably going to go, if they have to go, to the Supreme Court. They're probably going to go because this is ridiculous. So you want to know why. You want to know why. It's not as simple as just saying these MOs, these mother, these MOs are... These MFers are are atheists or agnostics. It's more. It's more than that. It has to do with the Holy Bible has the greatest frontman that you have ever seen. It has the greatest hype man that you ever seen. And it has 
a free spirit that gives good vibrations. It has the greatest front man ever created for people to believe in and his name spelled backwards is dog. Then he has the greatest hype man since Flavor Flav, or should I say that Flavor Flav emulates the greatest hype man of the Holy Bible. His name is White Jesus. Now, it doesn't matter if you make him Black Jesus, Asian Jesus. Oh boy, they are clipping me when I'm saying Jesus. Wow, okay. It doesn't matter if you're Asian Jesus, if you're, if you're Indian Jesus, it's still white Jesus. And then it has a, 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 a Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit that's moving the vibrations along. It's the greatest trinity that has ever been created because there is no group of people who has or will outdo the Holy Bible. Five billion in sales, and we broke down yesterday on the show yesterday about each type of Bible that people can buy is global, right? But let's look at some other movements real quick so we have to tie all this together this is very important oh the shock oh the numbers as you see they have lied to you for a long time they finally put in the survival rate and it comes up to what people were saying through only three percent of the people die from coronavirus COVID-19. They this is what they said and they kept it from you until after the election. I was shocked that Tanya read that that they actually had the other figure in there. So let's look. Let's look at other things that are popular, popular, right? Let's take Malcolm X. Malcolm X, right? Malcolm X has a book that's now 55 years old. Arguably not as old as the Bible, but very popular, right? The Autobiography of Malcolm X. I should suggest that people should read it. It's a good, besides, you know, learning about the man, it's a good narrative. It's a great piece of literature written by the late, great, Alex Haley. Now, I tried to find the exact number, right? But within 55 years, there's only been a million copies sold. A million copies sold. The Holy Bible is 5 billion copies sold. Dwarf! It dwarfs, so that means that that signal, though you may believe that the signal is pushing, the reason why it doesn't get across to the masses is because 
the autobiography of Malcolm X doesn't have the greatest front man in history, the greatest hype man in history, and the greatest floating spirit moving the vibration along. They don't have that. It doesn't have that trinity, right? So we have to come to reality on some things, right? But to come to reality on some things about the numbers. Shop oh the numbers. This is looking in reality, right? And at this rate, 55 years, only a million copies sold. We won't be seeing a billion anytime soon. Okay. Dr. Ben, arguably thought of as the as the father of Africana or African studies, right? Dr. Ben, right? Dr. Ben. No real record of how many books he actually sold. He would do lectures and he would have his books and he probably didn't sell that many books. You can go research his circumstances, but he probably didn't sell those many books because there's no record of how many books are sold but people revere Dr. Ben but you know what Dr. Ben is dwarfed by the sales of the Holy Bible 5 billion sold 5 billion sold by 1995 now arguably this can be larger than just five billion sold. Now, but we're just going by 1995. Okay, let's look at another one. The Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. The Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. A few years back, they sold his papers, his personal papers, his family sold his personal papers for 20 million. But when you look up what Martin Luther King's net worth is right now, how much would you think that Martin Luther King's net worth is right now, Tanya? Um, I don't know, a couple of million? Martin Luther King's, I don't know if it's mismanagement or them selling, having to sell things off, but his net worth right now is $250,000. Yeah, I see that. $250,000. A man that was about the advancement of American Blacks, $250,000, his net worth right now. That, the Holy Bible dwarfs. And why? Because neither Dr. Ben nor the Honorable Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Neither have the greatest front man of all time, the greatest hype man of all time, and the greatest 
vibe mover and spirit moving the vibes along. Do you understand where we're going with this today? What you believe to be true about getting across to the people about a pro-black message, an aware message, a conscious message. All I have to do is ask you, have you sold 5 billion copies? And people will go back and buy it again and buy it again and buy it again. Uh, every time what people are socialized to do, they will go back and buy it again. This is Thanksgiving, November 26, 2020. And the church fought so that the government officials would not try to collapse them but they cannot but you know why they're doing this not just because they are atheists or agnostic they are jealous of the power that the church has whatever church that practices the holy trinity the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I know I've seen memes where, oh, they took the woman out of Egypt. I'm not, we're not discussing if, where it came from, where it was derived from, how it was changed over. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the sheer power of the book. Just when you think that you are doing something, all we have to do is look at numbers. If I want to know if you're doing well, I'm going to say, how many books have you actually sold? How much have you actually sold? How much are you, is your signal actually permeating? If you're only getting 30 people, They've got 30 billion people. <laughs> if you're only getting 50 people, they've got 50 billion people. If you're only getting 100 people, they've got 100 billion people. What you got to say to that? I mean, let's look at the shock of the numbers. We're here on Thanksgiving morning and Thanksgiving to the faithful for coming on and being on with us. We appreciate you, but we have to bring reality because remember Generation X, the anything goes Generation X brings us to this part four, Thanksgiving morning, the shock, oh, the numbers. What would you like to say? You know, it's funny that you mentioned the jealousy um, of the book or those that are following the book now. Here's what's interesting. So we understand that Christ's walk in life, he came to preach the kingdom. So even though as much as the book has been misinterpreted by your varying denominations, of uh, the Christian church is still by that same book that kingdom was preached, the gospel of the kingdom. The scripture says this gospel of the kingdom 
shall be preached throughout all the earth and then the end shall come. This gospel of the kingdom, not the gospel of Christ. Now see, some of y'all gonna be mad, but I gotta, I gotta help you. Gotta help you. This government and the governments of the world and the powers that be international understand that even with the tamperings and all the other surmises we can come up with and speculations about what made it in the book and what didn't make it out the book, it's still a divine document. So from Genesis to Revelation, 44 authors and over 2,000 years of human history, it lines up from Genesis to Revelation. And the contradictions that some have tried to um, highlight as contradictions uh, obviously does, do not use the concordance when they study. So they don't understand that you could take one word in this mention in five different places in scripture and have five different meanings depending on the translation or, or the original root word in the original languages, right? So it's by the same book that the kingdom that Christ came to bring, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The kingdom is highlighted in this book. When you do your word studies and it says wisdom is the principal thing, Wisdom is the principal thing, principle, P-A-L, the principle, the principalities, the principle. Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore give wisdom and all thy getting, get understanding, right? So when you understand, you take that word wisdom, you go back to Genesis, and when you translate in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, wisdom was there. And when you translate wisdom and you do your word studies, it's kingdom. So kingdom was in the beginning. The whole book is about the kingdom that Christ came to bring. After you do your word studies, you find that out. So you understand that the gospel of Christ, then there's the gospel of Christ. And then there's the gospel of Christ. It's the, the gospel that Christ came to teach and to demonstrate, which is kingdom. And then there's this gospel of Christ that came about after the religion of Christianity came into play in 325 AD with Constantine and the Council of Nicaea, okay? So there are two different animals, yet the powers that be, universal, the powers that be, international, understand that the truth is still housed in that book. Even though they have used it, certain groups of them have used it, misinterpreted the scripture, twisted it all up, used it for things that were outside of it, used it to try to sanction uh, and give credence to things that were that were not um, um, given as laws by it. And they were successful in doing that because people do not study. They just read. And some of them don't read. They just listen to a preach message uh, and being regurgitated every week. The same, and I can't hear Daniel in the lion's den ever again in life. I can't hear that sermon ever again in life. I can't. That seems to be the high point sermon of every uh, uh, denomination. Daniel in the lion's den 
and shit the lions. Okay, so let's do Daniel and the lions. Then what is your lions? Then are you defeating your lions? Did you get the point of the mess of of the story? Dee talked about some stories yesterday. We were talking about Sodom and Gomorrah over the last two days. Did you get the understanding of the message? The message of the kingdom going through these stories. So here we are. Here is the sides of evil lining up. The armies are assembling in every arena. Then in every arena, I told y'all that that the people of God, the kingdom people, kingdom people are a different animal. Can't be shut up, number one, because we're not after the popularity of man. That's 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 what it is. So you got the armies assembling on both sides. You got the armies of evil there in every arena, including church. Then you have the armies of God and of the kingdom there in every arena too. And entertainment and all of that, you seeing them popping up these voices, these voices raising up, you know, raising up in the music industry, raising up in the film industry. They they raising up and they and, and then the, the church is judging them because they raising up, they telling the truth, but they cussing. What is that? How's that? That's God. You know, how can that be God? They cussing. They cussing. Because the arenas that they're involved in have brought them to the point of cussing. In fact, I'm going to be honest with you. I had, when I first got what what's called saved in the Christian church, cussing dropped off. You want to know when I picked it back up? When I got in leadership, I started cussing again. And so there are certain situations that lend themselves to cussing. Because cussing is the best thing you can do besides punching somebody in the face. Seriously. So here we are. The armies of evil and the armies of good are lining up. They're running parallel. They're about, it's about to be a face-off. They know the truth on, on, on the God, on the Lord's side, is in that book still. No matter how they've tried to tamper with it, no matter how it's been messed with, no matter how people believe or don't believe it, there are those of us who walk according to it. There are those of us who have supernatural powers according to it. There are those of us who believe what's in there. And because we believe it, it don't matter whether you believe it. It matters what we believe. Because we believe it, it works for us. So whatever it says, and we speak it out of our mouth, we give power to it. Because death and life is in the power of the tongue. So when we say it, words are what spells, it's still sort of a spell. You're still casting words. You're casting words. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. And I speak life. The scripture says, I set before you death and life. Death is always mentioned first. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. I set before you death and life. Therefore, choose life. So when you choose life and death and life is both in that book, the letter killeth, but the spirit gives life. So the, the there's a diabolical and a diametric opposition. And now there's about to be a face off and we're going to see what's up. And they already know that that's the reason for the jealousy, because it was always a fear of these people ever get the revelation of what this book really says. 
if they get the true revelation of what this book really says, this whole system is in trouble. Whole system is in trouble. See, they're jealous because they know that they aren't able to keep you under control if you are actually reading the book. If you are actually reading the book, not just what they tell you to read, but go outside of what they tell you to read, right? If you're actually reading the book, then they know that they cannot control you and that's what they wanted. Why would someone who's supposed to be a Christian, I thought Cuomo was a Christian and believed in it so much. He saved his mother while he killed up a lot of people in the uh, retirement homes in New York City, huh? How about that? But he's supposed to be the greatest governor ever. Who is lying to you, right? So let's go through some memes real quick. First of all, we do have to say happy Thanksgiving. This comes from my wife and I's friend, Rosalind, she said, happy Thanksgiving, you know, up front there, you know, with a nice meme, said happy Thanksgiving. Let's go through. Make sure you smash the like button, the share button, because these memes lead into even, for, oh, what are they trying to clip me? Uh, lead into even mm -hmm. further what we're talking about. Okay. FB fam, eat, rest love and enjoy fb fam eat rest love and enjoy that's vimeo that's that's uh periscope that's youtube eat rest love and enjoy love that's right let's go to the next meme here some, some good memes today going through. All right, here's one. This should be quite tasty to some and others quite disturbing. How does this make you feel? It's the other white meat. What is the other white meat? You remember when they had the uh, commercial on and it would say the other white meat. What is the other white meat? I, I know that beef is red because it's bloody, right? Ham, ham comes from off the pig. That's what it is, but it's pink. I'm trying to think of what the other white meat. Fish is poultry. That's the only other fish, whiting or tilapia, which I don't eat, but what is the other white meat? But what do you think about that right there? Do you, you, does that look appetizing? They cut the ham or whatever it is into the shape of a pig. That doesn't look appetizing at all. Um, but the other white meat I would imagine would be turkey or chicken, like the white part of the turkey, the white part of the chicken, like the breast. But that doesn't look appetizing at all. In fact, you know, on the outside of it, that does not look done. Um, it doesn't look done on the inside. It doesn't. Uh, I mean, when you think about the pig and what they eat, 
you know it it, it eats the filth from the i think it is it like the cow does it also um bring up its food and then i think maybe it's the cow that just regurgitates and then uh takes it down to its second stomach but this one it just eats everything it eats all the filth um it has no, no sec has no circulatory system so it is not uh an animal that was derived it was an animal that was derived from grafting so let's move forward and that is definitely possible you must learn a new way to think before you can master a new way to die to be excuse me to be you must learn a new way to think before you can master a new way to be. That comes from Tanya there. That's a that's a good meme right there. I swore when I first read it, a new way to die. I swore that's what it said, but I guess it, it morphed on me there. Okay, so let's go to this one. This one is pretty good using a chalk, using chalk on the concrete. One of the original ways to communicate. I thought 2020 would be the year I got everything I wanted. Now I know 2020 is the year I appreciate everything I have. I thought 2020 would be the year I got everything I wanted. Now I know 2020 is the year I appreciate everything I have. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's for surely true, for surely true. Now. Here it is. Now this right here is, has to do with sexism. And I wonder what you think about this, Tanya. I don't know if you know about the Monique thing, but after hearing about yeah. Dave Chappelle's bout with Viacom and Netflix, are we revisiting Monique's situation or nah? Ski wee. After hearing about Dave Chappelle's bout with Viacom and Netflix, are we revisiting Monique's situation or nah? Ski wee. I mean, it shouldn't have been no revisitation. I mean, you know. I'm not necessarily a Monique fan, but I do understand where she was coming from at the time that she was going through her situation. And she had every right to have an expectation based on the work that she had put in prior to that. And uh, then having crossed over into being an actress. And even if it was for that, that one movie, um, she had done a phenomenal job with that movie. I believe it got her a nomination or whatever. So when you start getting awards and stuff like that, that increases your value and your asking price for certain things. And they were they were lowballing her. And she had every right to stand on her own. I was surprised at the reaction that was given to her by people who were in a position to uh, kind of push that forward for her and they basically they were part of the good old boys and good old girls network and was telling her she was squawking and you know going over the top with it and she shouldn't have been doing it and so um 
they're not gonna revisit it. They're just gonna say, just like anything else. Oh yeah, well maybe she was right. Maybe she was right. So at least her vindication is people could say, well, maybe she wasn't tripping after all, but they're not gonna, if they didn't step forth for it in, nobody's gonna step forth for it now. And Skiwi, isn't that the, um, the uh, that's the AK, yeah. So we have a phone call. We have 708. If you're interested in being on air, use your touch tone dial and press one and we will it will indicate to us that you want to be on to be on air to be within the conversation if not welcome to the program thanks for listening all right so let's keep moving here with the memes next meme here okay here's one You see, when it all comes down to it, the book comes back again and again. Oh, Lord, my God, I will give thanks unto thee forever. Psalms. I think that says, well, I won't do that, but it's from Psalms. Oh, Lord, my God, I will give thanks unto thee forever. All right. So, you know, that's from a black person who used white hands. I don't, you know, hey. so, I mean, but, you know, that's, you know, hey, that's neither here nor there, right? Because it doesn't matter if it's white Jesus, black Jesus, it's got the greatest front man ever that goes reverse his name and it's Dolk. It's got the greatest hype man ever, white Jesus, and it doesn't matter if white Jesus is black Jesus, Arab Jesus, Indian Jesus, or Chinese Jesus. Still white Jesus, and then it has a a spirit floating around, giving good vibrations. Huh? Five billion sold. I don't know who need to hear this, but don't put me in that happy Thanksgiving group text. Emoji, crying and laughing. I don't know who needs to hear this, but don't put me in that happy Thanksgiving group text. <laughs> don't we hate that? Mm. Group text. Okay. People feel like they're so important they can hate group text. But anyway, let's keep moving. Growth is when you don't react to things you used to react to. This comes from my sister Tanya. I thought it was a good meme. Growth is when you don't react to things you used to react to. And what would you like to say to that? Um, you know, and you're coming along through life and your youth, you might get angered or your feathers might get ruffled about things that when you look back at hindsight as 2020, it wasn't even all that important, especially when it's involving other people. 
whether that be on a job or in a relationship or anything like that, when you react, see, we have to train ourselves to respond and not react. Our responses are controlled. Our responses are controlled from whatever we have emanating from within us, but our reactions are always controlled from what's outside of us. So we must learn to respond instead of react. When you look at things that involve people and you react to them, you're doing exactly what a lot of them want you to do, whether it's intentional or unintentional, whether it's conscious or subconscious, they want some kind of reaction from you. They want you to scream and yell. They want you to cuss them out. They want you to cry. They want you to uh, kill yourself. They want you. They want you to do those things. They want you. They want to get a reaction, and that's giving too much importance to that which reigns on the outside of you instead of what's on the inside of you, which should be God. God, if God is reigning on the inside of you, nothing on the outside of you is all that important. What's inside and what's outside. What's within and what without. All right. Here's one. Get paid $1,200 for COVID-19 trials. Only a couple of slots left. So don't delay. And they gave a link. And the person said, mm, nope. I got one of those texts. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Get paid $1,200 for COVID-19 trials. Only a couple of slots left. So don't delay. Don't delay. Like it's going to be a good day. Come on, people. It's going to be a great day. Come on. We're going to shoot you with a viral. We're going to shoot you with the virus and then shoot you with either a placebo or the real experimental vaccine and you should really be able to take it, right? Okay. Then so afterwards, is, you get paid $1,200 and then afterwards... Go ahead. You get, paid, you twelve, you get paid You get paid $1,200 and then afterwards you got you got this tick because they didn't, they didn't inject you with something else. So after that, you got, you know, you walk around doing stuff like this after the trial because they didn't give you something else. Wow, that is true. Okay, here we go. Now, listen. You know, a, a week ago, I had posted on one of the locals' pages, who I respect usually what they say, you know. They kick a lot of knowledge, you know. I take it for, you know, for what it's worth on the level that it's on and I'm like okay cool but then something happened and it seemed to me like they to me just my opinion my observation they folded like a folding chair right so what I posted I said that I just wrote the word herd immunity and the person wrote back said you don't offend a whole group of people by saying by calling them the herd. And I said, dude. <laughs> I said, dude. I said, that's the term. 
herd immunity. When a group of people get herd immunity, they are around each other and they don't catch the virus because enough people have either caught it or they have built up immunity against it. So it's herd immunity. And I went even further to give the definition. And I told him, I said, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan hits them with the science, uses their science against them or in most times to make the ultimate point. Right? And I said, when they're blowing down on you, you're going to need more than just talking tough to get with the authorities. You're going to have to know the science. You're going to have to have the science. So this meme came up today. And I said, hmm. It said, seriously thinking about shutting down all entertainment immediately under these political conditions. Let me read it again. Seriously thinking about shutting down all entertainment immediately under these political conditions. Hmm. I mean, that means that when they blow down on you, all of that tough talk really didn't mean anything. Right? All the tough talk doesn't mean anything. It's not when... It's not when they're not blowing down on you and it's like, yeah, it's about when they're blowing down on you and what, what do you have to defend yourself in words and knowledge, knowledge, not, not street knowledge then, not jailhouse knowledge, but knowledge, universal knowledge. You're responsible for how long you let what hurts you haunt you. There's another one from Tanya today. You're responsible for how long you let what hurts you haunt you. Let me let me talk about that one just a quick second. Okay. Sort of like the previous one. Um, I'm actually experiencing something with someone that I'm kind of giving some counsel to. And, you know, see, after a while, things from your past become a crutch or the security blanket like Linus in, in, in the peanuts or it becomes a, an excuse for bad behavior. So... If you've had you, so there are some people who they've had multiple series of hurt in their life. Some of it started with their parents. Some of them started. Some of it started with being violated as a child. Some of it, uh, it goes on and on and on. They were violated as a child. Uh, their parents didn't come to their defense or didn't handle it properly to bring that person to prosecution. Um, you know, and then just. So then in their teen years, they begin to make bad decisions in life. And that that situation from the childhood was the excuse uh, for the bad behavior. So then you get into your young adult life and um, you're still making the bad decisions. And it's from what happened back there. That's the excuse. And now um, you're in an older time in your life and 
Um, you're making bad decisions and now a compilation of your bad decisions are now surfaced in your older adult life. And now you're, you're entangled, you're in an entanglement for real, for real. And you don't know how to get out of it. Uh, and it keeps reflecting back to something that was never dealt with back there. Now, at some point, which should have been in your younger years, you're gonna have to say, okay, mom and dad might not have made the right decision in that for whatever reason. You can't over speculate why they didn't do it that maybe, I don't know, maybe it was gonna cost them something to make the right decision. I got an opinion on that, but okay. But at some point you're gonna have to look at the situation and say, the decisions, the subsequent decisions that I'm choosing to make is not bringing me to a good outcome. And so now this thing has become a haunting of your life. And a haunting is a type of curse. When you say you go into a, a house is haunted, a house is cursed with the spirits of something past that happened there that was out of order. So now whatever has happened within you that was out of order what happened to you that was out of order has left a residue and left a ghost and it's haunting you and it's taking it through your entire life. Are you going to allow that to take you to your entire life to the point of death? It itself may even kill you because of the decisions that you make um, behind it. So that's what that was about. And I actually pulled that from someone. I seen that on Instagram. Somebody else had posted that. And I thought it was very simple yet profound. You are responsible, responsible, the ability to respond. You have the ability to respond, not react for how long you let what hurt you haunt you. You can either use that hurt as a stepping stone. Some people use hurt and go write best-selling books. Some people use hurt and write a play that turns into a movie. Some people use hurt that become and, and become a uh, award-winning actress for telling their story or writing their book. Or, you know, so are you going to let it haunt you or is, are you going to let it propel you to another place? And that's up to you. You're responsible, solely responsible. You are solely responsible. Okay. Tanya, you are solely responsible for this next one. It's a, it's a question. It's a one has to go. The number one is sweet potato pie. The second is mac and cheese. The third is, of course, we're going to switch the bacon out and put in some turkey bacon. Uh, that's uh, greens, collard. And then number four is candy yams one has to go which one is going to go well uh, for me if i'm going to have sweet potato pie for dessert then i'm not going to have the yams for dinner if i have yam i'll have the yams if there's no pie if there's no pie no sweet potato pie for dinner i'll have the yams Okay, let, let me make this more complicated now. Let's make it more complicated. We all assume as American blacks that that is a sweet potato pie. But sometimes when you look at the crust of a pumpkin pie, it's usually that light color. Now, 
Which one is eliminated if that is a pumpkin pie? Mac and cheese, collard greens, number four, candy yams. If that's pumpkin pie, that's definitely out of here. <laughs> Have you ever had pumpkin pie? I have, and I'm going to tell you is that, that it was bad because my first experience with pumpkin pie was at a job, and this lady made it. She was Caucasian. So, number one, I'm thinking I'm going to taste sweet potatoes, and it wasn't sweet potatoes. And, I, and not only that, there was no nutmeg. There was no, I mean, it wasn't made to taste like sweet potatoes. Now, I have had pumpkin pie since then that was made by somebody black. And I still didn't really like it because it's that stringiness. It's it's some it's a stringiness in the pie. I still don't like it, but it tasted much better. But it was stringiness in there. All right. So let's see. Let's go to this one right here. Next up. I don't want to watch nobody's award show. I even stopped watching TMZ because watching them in a bedroom online is depressing. That's right. People are sitting in their bedrooms, Zoom calling in or whatever platform they're using to make the show. I don't want to see you in your bedroom. You'll at least be in your kitchen or uh, not kitchen, but living room or something. But you're in your bedroom. It's like... That comes from the infamous DJ remix. Now this comes from Wayne Powers, film producer, director, now independent film director. Uh, we interviewed him on our show now two years ago. This is never this is has this is never a truer meme. Then right here, 2020, 2021, 2020, 2021. Are you ready to replace the mask and get ready to take the vial of vaccine? Are you ready? Are you ready? Not a truer meme have I seen all year 2020 2021 how real is that that is truly real okay here we go next one some of you are depressed now because you try to praise your way through stuff you should have gotten counseling for Lord, let me speak to that. Okay, some of you are depressed now because you try to praise your way through stuff you should have gotten counseling for. Let me explain to y'all what a doctrine of demons are. All right, so... Some of you are depressed now because you tried to praise your way through stuff you should have gotten counseling for. Okay, and that's based on the premise. The praise is based on the premise of the scripture that says, and put on the garment of praise 
for the spirit of heaviness. Put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And here's what's wrong. It's all about interpretation. It's all about interpretation. So you will sit in a service and many of you have been there many times. Somebody lift up your hands and praise the Lord. Somebody give them a praise. Somebody give them a praise. And then the organ starts. You got the you got the dance going. So at the time that you've done that, you released endorphins because the same endorphins that's released when you go to work out at Planet Fitness or the, any other gym is the same endorphins that's being released when you enter into praise. It's a type of exercise. So you're dancing and shouting and getting out of breath and sweating, kicking your heels off. Some people run around the church. Some people shout, you know, or whatever. And then at, after the service, though, some people fall out. And they have about six people laying there, you know, laying their hands on them and praying all out of out of biblical doctrinal order. Sorry, Church of God in Christ. Sorry, apostolics. Out of biblical order. And I'm going to tell you, all right? Out of biblical order. So you're doing that. And before the benediction is over with, now the endorphins is left. Now you're now it's time to go home and take a shower, get out of those suits that you're gonna take to the cleaners, and and now the problem is still there. The problem that caused your mental state to be in that in that that way is still there because while you're praising. You're saying, uh, praise the Lord for that breakthrough. Praise the Lord. No. If you were not a good financial steward over your money. And you have a shut off notice on your light bill. And if you don't pay the light bill by this date. You're going to get the shut off. They, they served you notice. You got one more day. But you praised your way down to the altar and you threw your light bill money. You had 75 of the $100 that needed to be paid. And you praised your way down to the altar and you threw the $75 in the offering. Somebody's going to be mad, but I'm not here to rock your boat. I'm here to capsize it. You put the $75 out of the $100 that it took to pay the bill, or even if you had to borrow another $25, you had $75, but you threw that in the, the, the offering. By Tuesday, your lights are off. You need counseling about your decision making. Because the situation ain't all that deep. It's about making sound decisions. That's just one scenario. There are other scenarios that may be a little more pressing, but still it comes down to the decision. So deliverance is, Church of God in Christ, apostolics, PAWs, 
deliverance is in your decision to turn from wrong decisions to making right decisions in integrity and character. That way we don't have a need to be depressed and praise our way and beg God to handle a situation that we've been given the stewardship to handle. <laughs> Let's keep moving. You move different when you're focused. See how these memes tie into the next? You move different when you when you are focused. Right? Here we go. This one is funny. This is one that is the age-old argument towards certain men, all men, all men, whatever race it is, but this one comes from a, a black woman, so, but, you know, it applies to when you watch classic movies or you read about what was happening, you find out that all men, depending on what time or another, all men in every group will be irresponsible. So this applies to all men. Home cooked meals are for men who are faithful, work, and pay bills. The rest of y'all get hot dogs. Home cooked meals are for men who are faithful, work, and pay bills. The rest of y'all get hot dogs. Yeah. Well, then what are they there for then? <laughs> okay, this one right here is a little perplexing, and I have a few questions about it. Well, let's stay on this one for a minute. Okay, so the person writes, I believe my ancestors will do the impossible in my life. I believe my ancestors will do the impossible in my life. Now, if the ancestors were to do something impossible in your life, how come their ancestors, which is also your ancestors, just compile more? didn't do something impossible <laughs> in the life of your ancestors like how come, this pro how come these problems haven't been solved if I believe my ancestors will do the impossible in my life do the ancestors go over to the other side and learn more because if they do we should have been out of this over four decades ago, excuse me, four centuries ago. We should have been over this right then because the ancestors kept dying and did it compound up to now and now the ancestors are at such a number. I believe my ancestors will do the impossible in my life. I don't, I don't get it. It doesn't pan out. It's a excuse and 
No matter how many people believe this, and I'm not knocking them for their belief, no matter how many people believe this, how much literature has sold on these beliefs? If it is not a million, two million, three million, getting close to five, no, excuse me, if it's not one billion, two billion, three billion, getting close to five billion, nothing trumps, to use the pun, nothing trumps the Holy Bible. Nothing, nothing. You can you can argue up and down, you can say what you want. Five billion Bibles sold by 1995, which means, what was that, 30 years ago? Come on now. Really? But she said, I believe my ancestors will do the impossible. You know, sometimes people get into the room together and they be talking about ancestors and pouring out libations and doing all that. And they actually believe they are making a dent in the mind state of American black people or whatever black people they want to be around when in actuality when uh, when as uh, as a uh, Cypress Hill used to have a song when the snit goes down the bed. Oh, uh oh, they're clip. They're clipping us. What's going on? Oh my, and my vocal is leaving. Can I get a clear signal, please? No, what's going on? Oh, hey, 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 I just, hey, wait, wait, wait. Uh, Okay. They don't Perfect want you to speak against the. Uh, okay. They don't want you to speak against false belief. As, as Cypress Hill. They don't want say, you to. Uh, hold up, as Cypress Hill used to say, they had a song called "When the Snit Goes Down." Better, you better be ready. When the snit goes down, I'm not even saying that little curse word. I don't know what's going on here, but anyway. And you know when people feel ready, they fall back on what what they are programmed to fall back on, which is the Holy Bible. There is no greater front man, no greater hype man, and no greater vibe. That'd be like the DJ rolling the vibe through the room. What you gotta say? You know what's funny? I understand why they're trying to clip. I understand why they're concerned and why they're scared because, you know, there's a new set of teachers coming up on this scripture now, you understand? And it's those that's been taught of the spirit of the scripture. So that's why you should be concerned. You should be afraid. But this, I believe my ancestors would do the impossible in my life. What's funny is I was watching uh, an episode of Funny You Should Ask. That's Byron Allen's um, like comedy game show. And there was this this sister on there and she was giving her answers and she was like, (laughs) before she was giving her her answers, she was like, okay, I know the ancestors, the ancestors never steer me wrong. They never steer me wrong. And and then she'd give her answer and the answer would be correct. And she's like, and then she was a little bit ditzy too. That's what even made it worse. She was ditzy. 
And so she made it up to the realm where you go try for the $5,000. So while you're in the round with your opponent, I think the ultimate that you can get is $1,500. And then uh, whoever gets the most out of $1,500 then gets to go for the $5,000. So she gets there with the $5,000 and she's like, my ancestor, come on, ancestors. I know you won't steer me wrong. Come on, ancestors. And the answer came up and it was wrong. And so the host, you know, they were trying to be gracious. And they were like, <laughs> I forgot what comment he made. He even said uh, they must have been late in giving their answer or maybe it wasn't meant for you to win or whatever. But because she had thrown all of that to the ancestors' hands, and it came up a wrong answer. She gave the an answer and it was wrong. That let it be known that what she was speaking was not foolproof. You know, and just like anything else, mankind tends to have a spin, put a spin on it. When something don't work, they put a spin on it. That's what Christianity has done traditionally over all the years. They didn't put a spin on it because if things don't work, they're putting a spin on them when the, the issue is not the word. The issue is what's being taught to you out the word and how it's being taught, how you're interpreting it. And it's not working because you're interpreting it improperly. You're interpreting. Now, here's the last meme of the day coming from the same person who produced the previous meme. It just went away. From out of the living darkness. I feel that. I feel that. From out of the living darkness comes forth the light. That's right. That's right. Because from out of darkness, from out of darkness, there is light. From out of the living darkness comes forth the light of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that shines from our ancestors' souls. Let me read it again and then let me say what I need to say. From out of the living darkness comes forth the light of the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that shines from our ancestors' souls. Okay. If our ancestors, I'm not going to knock the belief. If our ancestors had all the answers, what happened to their ancestors before they didn't give them the answers? So that we right. would have been out of this four centuries ago. We, we, you know, this ancestor thing is very interesting, but I, I, I don't see any wisdom because they didn't find any way out. And if they were telling you, what is the way out of this? And no matter how many people get together and they pour the libations and they're talking and they libations and, and they're talking and they're doing what they're doing and they're um, speaking and doing the different languages or whatnot, it still doesn't amount to or come to the level of five billion souls. That's the signal. That's the signal. If it does not surpass five billion soul, then the signal what you've been pushing is really, really futile. 
What you're pushing is for a select group, a cultish group that believes something, but it will never manifest fruit because it doesn't have the greatest front man in history, the greatest hype man in history, and the greatest spirit moving the good vibrations along. And until you push something that has the greatest hype and the greatest front man, the greatest hype man, and the greatest spirit moving the good vibrations along, even if you subtract the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit and put woman back in there, show us where is the greatest hype man and the greatest front man and what is the image of woman going to do in that? You see, this is where we're where we're at here. Five billion sold if you're not at five billion sold you may they may be fond of you but you didn't you didn't you're not popping popcorn george you're not popping popcorn anyway what you gotta say let me say something about that too um a lot of times we don't know enough about things from our ancestry and some people would take me to task on that because they're like well I study I've gone back you know and done the Egyptology I've done all these different things so you may have a vast amount of knowledge in that particular thing but see there are some things that you have to you gotta you have to be able to think past whatever knowledge base is available there are knowledge bases that are available to cover everything but you have to have knowledge past the knowledge available. And how does one do that? It's in knowing who you are from within, knowing that the very spirit of God, uh, the Holy Spirit is nothing but a, a name for the spirit of God. So that spirit of God dwells within every man, but every man doesn't use it. Every man is not yielded to it because they may have predispositions towards something else. So like, say this this clip for instance now one way it's very beautiful in the presentation this mean and but each of those 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 rhinestones or whatever those are that's going around her face they are symbolic of something and you have to know what those are symbolic of and what because it's a language being spoken with that mask that's put there there's a language being spoken in the piercings, there's a language being spoken and all of that. So you have to know what that is and say you do know what it is. So I'm going to share something real quick. In about 90, 93, between 93 and 94, I was still in Boston. I was no longer attending school, but I was in Boston. I wasn't touring. So I was, I was just working at my local tower record store. And out of the blue, and at that time, I was experiencing a lot of racial tension, uh, both in the workplace and just on the streets in Boston. I had started to develop, I had started to develop an attitude where I was just challenging white folks on the regular. And, and, and if any of y'all know anything about me, really, it ain't really too much you can say to me in whatever vein I'm in. 
because I'm going to be like, what you going to do about it? That's that's kind of how I am. So I was at a time where I was experiencing racial tensions and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, I developed this power. Came from nowhere where I had started developing the ability to make things move at will. So I, it started out with something like, like being able to make a, I started out with uh, doing the pendulum swinging stuff where it's perfectly still and I sit there and I move it with my eyes back and forth back and forth, back and forth. And it was starting to get stronger. And then I started bringing other people in on it. I remember sitting in a room with these three girls. I said, I want you to will that it moves this way. I'm going to will that it moves that way. I want you to will that it goes back. I want you to will that it goes forward. And when we all did that, what happened with the pendulum is it went like that because the polarities at will, it couldn't move either way because everybody was willing it in a different direction. So I had tapped into something. But I'm going to tell you what I did with that because I was thinking to myself, I said, I started trying to figure out ways to make this stronger. So in my intent to make it stronger at the time was evil. I wanted to learn how to make things fly across a room and hit somebody upside the head and stuff like that. And, and that's the, the way I was thinking. And one day, I just shut that all down. And I never did it again. I said, now that came from somewhere. Somebody in my family line practiced something I'm unfamiliar with. I don't know how far back it goes, but at a time when it was convenient to come forth, it came forth at a time where it was going to be used for an evil intent. That means whatever it was used for in times past was for evil intent. I had good sense enough to know because I was always, always had a cognitive, I was always cognizant of God in my life. I wasn't always on the path to following him all the way, but I was always cognizant of a greater power, God's power being evident and resident in my life as protection. I always was, was aware of that. So when I um, started doing that, I started thinking about it. I said, no, you're not about to get that off on me. And I shut it down and never did it again because I said, whatever this is, I don't know nothing about it. I don't know how deep the rabbit hole goes. I wasn't trying to go and get no book on because that's, that's a form of telekinesis. I wasn't going to try to get no books on telekinesis and trying to learn that because my question to myself is, what to what good would that being a gift be to you? What purpose would it serve for you at that point in time? And what purpose would it serve for you? And I didn't find any reasonable purpose, so I shut it down. And this is what we have to think about. We have to think about past, think past the things that are presented to us that are on a buffet to put on our plate. We have to think past those things. We gotta, we have to have a, a inner knowledge that's stronger than anything that we can gain from the outside because that's what's gonna keep you away from things that you shouldn't be involved in. That's what's gonna keep you. 
I wanted to share that with y'all because, you know, a lot of us got a lot of things in our family line. Now, to my knowledge, um, my mother didn't play. I know she didn't play nothing. She didn't play nothing with nothing out of order that was uh, that was spiritual and out of order. She didn't do it. And to my knowledge, um, to my knowledge, not directly my grandmother either, though she would get Reverend Ike's green cloth, which is a form of that kind of thing. Um, but my mother, I never seen my mother engage in that kind of thing. So I was like, nah, wherever this came from, it ain't for me. So okay. keep that in mind. So it ain't for you. That's right, people. So look, we've covered a lot of ground in, we've covered a lot of ground. We've talked about the numbers of people. Now they're putting in the numbers of people who have survived COVID-19 and it comes down to only 3% dying of a virus. It would make it seem like it was going to be billions and billions of people dying in the United States. Millions and millions of people dying in the United States. So look, people, this is Thanksgiving, November 26, 2020. You're watching hashtag observations TFR by Crazy D with my special guest host, my sister Tanya M. Congress. We have finished everything that we came to talk about. So there's no need to elongate the show. So I will say you will hear us tomorrow and see us tomorrow with part five. Make sure you go to your favorite podcast providers and well, I'm bad with this today and subscribe to hashtag observations TFR we're on all of them we have to thank again all the people who are on Periscope on Vimeo on FB and the Film Review Life channel on YouTube make sure that you smash the subscribe button smash the like button Grab the link and share it to five of your people's pages, their social media sites. Let them know that we're on and let them know that we were on today and they can watch this because we dropped a lot of information. Things to make you think. Always remember, five billion sold. If they haven't sold five billion, they are dwarfed. So this has been hashtag observations. TFR by Crazy D with my special guest host, my sister Tanya M. Congress. And we will see you tomorrow on Friday. Can you believe it? Friday already. There's nothing about Germany, why I made the curator's deck of the
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.